Hey, it's Jennifer Jones. Friends call me JJ. This platform is designed for a new leader that wants to become a great leader in the modern workplace. Over the last 15 years, I've learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you to get you there ASAP. When the leader gets better, we all get better. It's Monday again. Welcome to the Virtual Leadership Coffee Chat. If you don't already have it, go grab that cup of coffee, maybe that cup of tea. If it's a little late at night and you want a glass of wine, it's all right with me. You can always push pause. Let's go. So last week, if you remember, we talked about the ruby and the emerald. And I share with you an example of how my being a ruby came in conflict with one of my employees who actually happened to be an emerald and why it was important for me to get to know her and meet her where she was at. Go back and listen to it if you didn't hear it last week. Today I'm going to talk about the sapphire before I close out this series. And really the sapphire, that personality is really focusing on building relationship with others. As I said in the last episode, they tend to be what I call the social butterfly. They're the folks that know everyone on the team. They know everyone's extended family members. They um, really get to understand what people are doing outside of work. They get to know the people. Um, They tend to be very approachable, empathetic. They're good listeners. They're always focused on the good of the team. Um, And and so for that, they tend to be a, a, a very strong team leader. Sometimes, however, folks feel like, you know, maybe they move a little bit slower. Maybe they're easily um, intimidated or struggle to find their voice. And so oftentimes with sapphires, you often have to call them out. You have to call if they're if you're you're in a team environment, you have to call them out, call them, call on their name to ensure that they are participating because often they give a perspective that others like a ruby. We miss the details or an emerald is so focused on the details that maybe we miss the people. They help to round us out as a team. So for sapphires, you have to do a number of things to ensure they're engaged when you have to allow them time to connect. As a ruby, this is an area that, again, if I'm leading sapphires, I have to be cognizant of it because I'm very much focused on getting to the point, getting the agenda out, getting the work done. And sometimes I forget to make time for the people. Sometimes I forget to make time for the social connections. And I would tell you that as a leader in a virtual environment, having sapphires on my team has been critical to ensuring that we don't lose folks given the fact that most times folks are spending you know the majority of their working time at home and so really making space for that connection we spend the majority of our time at work right and so connecting with people and having that space is really important the other thing around a sapphire is that you have to give them an opportunity to cooperate and work with other people again as a ruby someone that is very much focused on let me take my task and go home and get it done you forget that for a sapphire half of the joy that they get is as it's from working with a team and again in a virtual environment it's important that we understand that it's even important that we understand that even for lead for, for folks that are on teams right because for them for for a ruby right the virtual dynamic has been great for me because i can kind to get my stuff done without a lot of distractions but in this in this season where we've been working remotely for many sapphires have suffered they miss being in an office environment and those are things that you have to be cognizant of and so again as i go back to the to the goal of our initial conversation around getting to know your people how can you lead someone if you don't know them if you're a if your personality style is an emerald 
right? And you have a team full of rubies and you're overwhelming them with information, you're losing your team. And so this is why this, I believe, is a mission critical starting point for you to get to know your teams and leveraging those understandings, leveraging that knowledge to then to begin to be able to not only lead them, but also to develop them, right? If you think about it, let's go back to the emerald. The one of the things that I love about these kind of three core personalities, Ruby, very task oriented, get the job done. Emeralds that are going to be conscientious with the details and the sapphires are going to make the team work. When you're building a team, you need all those people, right? One of the things that I appreciate as a Ruby, and, and I want to ensure that as I build teams that I've got a good dynamic, is that if I've got a lot of Rubies, I might get a project that might get done on time. But they might have missed details. So for me to now, again, to understand my broader team, if I match an emerald with a ruby, we're going to move to the point of getting it completed, but we're also going to make sure we don't miss details. One of the other things that I think about is whenever I'm making a move with people, if I'm looking at a reorganization or if I'm looking at a social activity or a retreat for my team, I'm going to engage sapphires because they have their ear to the ground. They understand the pulse of the team and they'll make sure that we are building content, activities, direction in that vein. And so again, not only is it important for you to think about in the one-on-one engagement, but again, as a leader, a lot of your power as a leader is how well can you build a team? How well can you organize the organization, organize your team so that you get the best work? Well, if you only think about the work product, hey, this person has done five product launches, this other person has done a couple of this product discontinuations, If you only think about the work product and not think about the person, you might put the wrong person on the team when you need to get the most effective work done. So why is it important that you know your team members? First of all, it helps you manage better in a one-on-one environment. You speak their language. You understand how they think. Secondly, it helps you build teams that are going to be the most effective. I think the third and most important part about really understanding what makes your people tick and how they think is it also helps you develop them. Here's an interesting thing. Oftentimes, leaders forget that the majority of your your focus should not just be on leading, giving direction, all of that. It's about developing people. You've been put in that position to bring the very best out of folks that have untapped potential. So if I don't understand the core of how you think, if I don't understand the core of how you're motivated, how do I focus on developing you, right? So case in point, I have had emeralds on my team that have struggled, right, with leading people to decisions. So in knowing that they are so focused on the details, right, I can help them process through the details perhaps faster to get to a decision so that the team can move forward. But if I don't understand that that detail is important, they need to, they need to have facts to feel safe to make decisions. If I don't know that as a leader, I can't focus on that as a point of development. So again, it's all about how do I most effectively communicate with you as a one-on-one? How do I build the most effective teams? But the utmost priority is how do I most effectively develop my team and the power of knowing who they are and how they tick and what motivates them is really important. Hey guys, thank you for checking out today's chat. 
Looking forward to continuing this conversation. Next week, I'm going to go a little bit deeper into what it means to get organized. Talk soon. Yeah.